We got the NFC East discussion coming up with Mitch G. Uh, he was on with uh, Tim and I during the Super Bowl preview show. We talk about his Chris Godwin love. Is it still there? Uh, and we, of course, talk about his New York Giants. We get into Joe Judge, uh, Daniel Jones, is Saquon healthy? Lots to talk about with the Cowboys. A lot of their offensive line coming back. Of course, the big story there is Dak. He got paid. Uh, is the defense going to be any kind of better this year? The Eagles might be the worst team in the division and one of the worst teams in the league. And uh, one of my sleepers for the year, the Washington football team with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, can they make a run into the postseason? All that coming up. Welcome to Your Best Bets. This is episode six of the NFL Divisional Previews. Um, we have the NFC East tonight. Uh, later in this week, we got the NFC North and the AFC West. So we are almost finished talking about every division. Uh, we are about, I think, nine days out uh, as of tonight from the start of the season. Uh, can't believe it's here. So ready to get to it. And uh, tonight is, uh, you know, I I'm excited to talk about what I think is the worst division in football. Uh, maybe my guests might think differently. Uh, New York Giants fan, uh, Mitch Guideson. Mitch, how's it going, man? It's going pretty good, man. Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, you were you were on for the Super Bowl extravaganza, uh, uh, which you you offered two things that episode. One, you were right about the Bucks uh, winning that game um, and, and quite handily, and um, that's the night we found out that you were the biggest Chris Godwin fan alive. <laughs> and uh, I I don't know if that's still the case, but um, I, I actually I talked about Godwin in the last show I did uh, last week, which was it's a contract year for Chris Godwin, so I think he's going to go nuts this season. Oh, definitely! And, I think he I think he's going to show out again. That's <laughs> that's you you know how I feel about him. I know how you feel about <laughs> him. Uh, so. The New York Football Giants. That's where we're going to start. Of course, that is your that is your team. Um, I'm I'm going to give my brief thoughts, and I'm going to hand it off to you. Uh, to me, the 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 big off season emphasis is let's let's get Daniel Jones some some guys uh, to surround him. Uh, let's get some talent in, and, and they did that. They really did. Uh, obviously, the the lead move was the Kenny Galladay move. Uh, at, at receiver, uh, John Ross they brought in, Kyle Rudolph, uh, Devontae Booker to help with running back depth. Um, they drafted Kadarius Toney. Um, obviously, the big question is Saquon Barkley. Is he going to be ready for uh, the, the start of the season week one? I hope you shed some insight on that. And um, my question for you, and, and it's the question I have about my own team, is can can these guys block? Because I don't know if I saw any offensive line upgrades in the offseason besides a move they just made uh, this week. So your thoughts on the Giants? Yeah, so my thoughts on the dumpster fire that is my New York Giants. Uh, they, uh, they did finally get some protection for Daniel Jones. Uh, they traded for Cincinnati's uh, Billy Price, 
they traded a pretty good linebacker and BJ Hill for that. So I'm curious to see what they're going to do to replace him on defense. Um, they also got some other offensive line protection today, and I'm not 100% sure. I, I keep clicking on it, and it's not loading for me. But uh, they definitely need to have more time to throw the ball. If you have less than two seconds, which they had on average last year, to throw the ball, you're not going to get anything happening. And then uh, so the all the all the stars that he's got around him now, the Galladay's, I mean, I'm excited to see what Tony's going to do. Um, that was uh, not my first pick that I was going to go with at all, but uh, I watched a lot of highlight films for him out of Florida, and I think he's going to do all right in that system he's got, which, I mean, it helps that they have another target out wide because, I mean, Shepard, he was doing that last year, and he's he's a slot receiver. He's not down the field. They can't use him to do that. Uh, like, And then they brought in Rudolph, which I'm excited for because I love Evan Ingram, but you got to have somebody that can help block. And I think Rudolph's going to be that guy, but I think he's having some health issues right now. Um, something with his foot, but uh, they, they, they're saying he'll be ready week one. But uh, I think Evan Ingram's going to have to have a big year because time's running out for him in my eyes. He's had a lot of drop passes. Um the big question is what what is Saquon going to do? Are we going to have the Saquon from Penn State, or we're going to have the Saquon that runs right into tackles every single time and not working his way outside like he started to at the beginning of the year? But that was the coach's decision to start running him up the middle, and it just wasn't working out. And then he has to bust outside and do all these crazy things, which ended up getting him injured. So uh, they're saying they were saying two weeks ago that he would be ready for week one, but everything I keep hearing in the loop is he might not even play the first two weeks, which I mean, if you're a fantasy holder, I mean, that kind of puts a damper on everything that you were going for. Uh, my big thing is um, Daniel Jones. He's got really good downfield accuracy. I mean, obviously you got Galladay who might get double teamed. So can Slayton still, be that downfield guy and I I think he can but I don't see the Giants winning a whole lot of games if they can't hold any teams under 17 points a game they lost uh, I think nine games last year by three points but every one of those games was over 20 that they were given up um, so I the first games at Denver and I think both teams are in rebuilding situations at the point right now um, it's a tough opener. Uh, yeah, it's tough. yeah. Hell, I don't even know who Denver's quarterback is right now. Have they said? I think it's going to be uh, Bridgewater, uh, from what Bridge I understand. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I, I see a tough road for the Giants. I mean, they're still rebuilding the offensive line. They made some moves. Finally, I would have liked to see it in the draft, but the last couple of days, uh. They finally made some moves, and that's good to see. And I think I'm, I'm not going to put money on the Giants winning the, the division at all. But as a hopeful, you know, there's always that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I see, I see them going eight and nine this year. Um, but it could be more if they win those close games. I mean, they beat the Seahawks last year, 
with a backup quarterback. That's right. So, and That's right. Yeah, their their defense actually did something that second half of the season. And if they can just keep that going, I mean, Joe Judge is doing good things over there. He's basically a Belichick Jr. and but he's doing it his way, which what what I like to see too. I mean, the Giants had a a little snafu uh very very early in the practicing when they all got into a fight with each other and a lot of people think that's bad but i honestly see that as a drive they want to win that's they're taking it serious they're not there to just get a paycheck and uh, hopefully that carries over in the games not the fighting but the <laughs> fighting to win um right right yeah well i was gonna say i, I mean i did like I did like what they did going and getting a lot of weapons. Um, they added a ton of depth to their secondary. Uh, they got a Dory Jackson. Um, they, you know, they drafted a couple guys as well in the draft, Aaron Robinson, Rodarius Williams. Um, I saw something on pro football focus that they, they rate the giants as one of the deeper secondaries in the league now, um, uh, which is good. Uh, but yeah, I think the focus is clearly going to be on the offensive side of the ball. Is Daniel Jones going to keep, you know, is he going to make a, a leap at some point? Um, you know, I think he has surprised a lot of people with his athleticism and how much he, he can scramble and, and, and run the ball. Um, I, I don't know if that's what Joe Judge wants to see him doing, you know. Um, but, but it's just my worry um, that, it, it, you know, when plays break down with that's going to happen more often than not. But um, I was going to ask you about Joe Judge. It sounds like most of the returns uh, early on so far are really positive about his style. His, you know, there's, I mean, he seems really well regarded around the league. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, he's won Super Bowls. I mean, he's he's got that mindset of what needs to be done. Um, yeah, the the mindset he's got on defense. I think he was a special teams guy. The Patriots. So he, 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 him and Gettleman brought in uh, probably like one of the most underrated, but probably one of the better cornerbacks in the league. And Bradbury, I mean, he came out of nowhere last year. He was one of the top rated cornerbacks in the league. But I mean, if you don't win games, you don't get talked about. And that was a problem for him. But I think Joe Judge is doing a really good job on keeping everybody on track. Everybody knows their job. And it's always like, uh, the Belichick said is next man up and he's not afraid to sit you down. If you're not doing stuff that you're not supposed to be doing, or if you're not um, uh, producing like you should be. And that's the, a lot of the um, uh, senior guys on the team are seeing that. And now they're like, they're trying to get all the rookies and everybody to get together. Hey, we have to do this. This is our job. We get paid to do this, and we want to win. And if we, if we want to do that, we got to listen to Judge. And I think he's working out pretty well. And I'm, I'm, I've, this is the first coach in like the last four since Tom Coughlin that I'm actually excited to have back for another year because I'm liking what he's doing. It, it does feel like there is real potential for him to be, uh, you know, like a coaching star in this league eventually. And uh, be interested to see, you know, how the season goes for him, and and uh, you know if he can kind of progress them, if not in the playoffs this year, closer to that, you know, maybe next year. Uh, let's go next to the Dallas Cowboys. They are the favorite in the division, uh, at least to win the division. I think obviously the big story was uh, Dak Prescott coming off the injury, getting paid on in the off season. 
Um, is he back to 100%? He's already had a couple of nicks in training camp. He had a hamstring issue. Uh, but I, apparently from the last week, the reports are you know, that he's ready. Um, you know, to me, there's no real questions about the offense. This is a great offensive team uh, prior to his injury last year. We know the weapons. Uh, we know Amari Cooper, Ceedee Lamb, um, Michael Gallup, and then, and then Zeke in the backfield. There's there's no shortage of weapons. And last year, a big problem was the offensive line was really banged up. Uh, you know, we're talking Tyron Smith was out. Zach Martin was out. Uh, well, L. Collins was out. Those guys are coming back on what was regarded the last few years as one of the best offensive lines in the league. So to me, this offense, in theory, should return to what it was. The big question was, this was – one of the three or four worst defenses in the league last year. Um, they fired Mike Nolan. Um, they brought in Dan Quinn, who was the architect of all those Seattle teams when uh, they were winning Super Bowls and, and winning, you know, get, or getting to the Super Bowl, winning their division. We know so what Legion he, of Boom. Yeah. Legion we know of what Boom he is, is what they called him. Yeah. I don't think he was the greatest head coach in Atlanta. Shout out 28 3, uh, Super Bowl, Dan Quinn. But I think, he's a he- <laughs> I think he's a hell of a defensive coordinator. So this might be the right guy. And they get what I think is maybe the defensive, uh, the best defensive player in the draft, Mike, Micah Parsons out of Penn State, the, the linebacker who he opted out of uh, his senior year at, at Penn State. And, uh, you know, he could be the defensive rookie of the year. Um, they also picked up a, a, a lot of depth on the defensive side of the ball. So for me, it's can can the defense keep them in enough games so they don't the offense is at the score 35 38 to win games? Uh, any thoughts you have on the Cowboys? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, they they did a lot in the draft to get defensive help. I think their first four or five picks was all defensive and then they traded up to get some defensive players too um and they needed it i mean like they they scored 30 something points a game but that was all in garbage time when they're all the starters on the other team were out and all they were doing is throwing the ball around it's like yeah Dak was having a great year everybody said that but all his points all that stuff was coming in the fourth quarter when they're down by 20 points in a game i'm just like you cannot do that and um they they got a they got a pretty tough first game coming up against the Bucks, um, but yes. I I think I, I think uh, I I have them as my pick to win the division because they're I mean they just have talent everywhere I mean Jalen Smith I mean hometown Fort Wayne boy I mean he's always going to be good uh, and then in just that offense every person that it seems like is on that offense is just like a star and he's like yes. you always wonder how they keep getting all those people and um yeah yeah i think they're gonna be tough to beat uh dak's gotta you know he's gotta earn that contract i mean they they gave it to him but i just to me he's not a the highest paid quarterback in the league you shouldn't be like, without a doubt Oh, you you I mean, have some you have some questions about Dak. I, I do too. I mean, I don't know if he's got what it takes to take him to a Super Bowl necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I like them to win the division. Um, 
you know, I'll, we'll talk about the team I like a little bit better next, but they do have a tough opening two game stretch to start the season. I mean, you could be looking at zero and two straight ahead. You got the at the Bucks and at the Chargers, a team that I really really like. Um, so they could be looking at zero and two. Uh, and, and week three against the Eagles, uh, which is obviously a potential win, but it could be a tough start to the season. Uh, we'll talk more about the Cowboys and the over-unders. Uh, Washington football team, the team that did win the division last year, this is my pick to win the division. I think they just flat out got better. I like them a lot. I actually, uh, foreshadowing, I placed a, uh, a future bet on them to win the NFC um, at plus 2,200. <laughs> I <laughs> just... A for fun and B because I kind of half believe it. Um, you know, the, the, we're talking about a team that obviously was in the game, um, the wild card game against the eventual champion Bucks. I mean, they were in that game into the late mm-hmm. of the third quarter, um, you know, with, uh, help me out. Who's, was it, uh, Heineke? Heineke, the quarterback. Taylor, Taylor Heineke, yeah. Who everyone yeah. kind of loved that game. And he was running around making plays. And um, but that defense is one of the two or three best defenses in the league. Um, you know, obviously you know, led by Chase Young, the the young edge rusher, who I think, by the way, I think's got a great chance for defensive player of the year. Uh, this is gonna be my props later. Um, but they, they added depth. They, they, they drafted a linebacker, Jamin Davis from Kentucky with their first rounder. So they made their strength even stronger. Um, they got a little bit of offensive help with Curtis Samuel. They signed him to be, uh, you know, on the opposite side of Terry McLaurin. And of course the big move was Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, <laughs> coming from the Dolphins. I mean, this guy is what, 38, 39 years old, but he had one of his best seasons of his career last year. And I think he might be exactly what this team needs. I mean, he, he's a, he's a gunslinger. He really just figures out a way to make plays. And I think him with, uh, McLaurin and Samuel and, one of my most favorite players in the league that is not talked about is their running back, Antonio Gibson. This guy's a freaking stud, and he is hard to bring down. I, I remember the Thanksgiving game against um, the Cowboys last year. I He was so impressive. I mean, it looked like it looked like one of those high school tapes where you see a guy just shedding tacklers. And I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Uh, so I, I have some Gibson props that I really like. I just really like this team. I think I like them on the over on wins later. I like them to win the division. Tell me I'm wrong about Washington. No, I think you're absolutely right about Washington. I have them making the playoffs if it's a wild card or just straight up went into division, but I still think Dallas will take the division. But uh, yeah, the defense still got to be good. You got your Chase Young lining up against everybody over there. And then I'm right there with you, but I just, I don't, I'm not feeling the Fitz magic right now. I'm I, that ta- Taylor, he, I mean, that kid, the game he came in against the Giants, he still did really good in that game. Every game he's played in, he's done really well. I mean, if you're going up against Tom Brady on the other side and you're a rookie and your first playoff game ever is against Tom Brady and you show out like that, I mean, you're, the kid's a competitor. And uh, I think the, they they drafted, I can't, Dynamy Brown? Was, oh, was that their first pick? So, uh, yeah, so... Davis was a first pick, but I think Brown was the second rounder. The he's from North Carolina, the receiver, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I see him going up uh line up across like McLaurin. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the kid I've watched some video on him today, and I was like, the kid could be a playmaker. He's fast and he's got big hands. So I mean he's got I don't think I 
I was looking up how many drops he had. I don't think he had like 10 drops all season last year at, what did you say, North Carolina? Yeah, I thought you were gonna yeah. give me. I thought you were gonna give me um, his hand size, like the measurables of his hands. No, or no, no, no. <laughs> I was no, gonna I be impressed that. by that. I didn't get that far into it, but no, <laughs> the, the kid looks like a, a pretty solid receiver. I think they'll be all right, and like I just, I'm not, I'm not sold on the Fitz magic. I'm not sure he's their guy. Well, that's fair. Uh, you know, I, I, I think everyone has sort of fallen in love with. You know, the, his vibe, his look. Um, but this is a guy that usually throws a lot of interceptions. And uh, he's never he's never taken a team to the playoffs as a starter. Uh, and this is his ninth team. So you could be right. There's not, there's not any great history with Fitzpatrick. But I think this team is good enough. And he's coming into one of the better situations he's played in his career. This is probably one of the better teams. And I really like Ron Rivera as a coach. I think he's a really solid head coach. I like the leadership there. Um, so I am going to be taking Washington over on the wins. Lastly, let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles, which is a team, Mitch, that I think I think could be really, really bad this season. Uh, I'm really worried about them. Um, tons of organizational dysfunction last year that came out. The Carson Wentz disaster the last two years. Um you know, they, they get rid of Doug Peterson. He had this big organizational issue with, you know, the GM, the ownership. Um, you know, they bring in Nick Sirianni. Jalen Hurts is going to be, I think, the starter, but I don't know how good he's going to be in the NFL. He, he's, he's a great runner, but we know that only holds up so long, if, and, and you'll be exposed eventually if you can't, if you can't make some throws in the NFL. Um, you know, of course, they draft Devontae Smith, you know, the Heisman Trophy winner from Alabama. In theory, he should be great. Um, and he should His game should transfer to the NFL. But I, I'm really worried about the overall talent on this team. And um, I, I think they have no chance to win the division, no chance to make the playoffs. I think they could be 4-13, and 13, something like that. Yeah, I am, uh, I'm not 100% sure – Hurts should be the starter. I think there was talks of Gardner Minshew going, getting traded over there. But I mean, if I were them, I would probably start like a Super Bowl winning quarterback and show Flacco just to. Oh my God. <laughs> just to, just to test the waters. I mean, Flacco, he's awful. <laughs> how many Super Bowls you win? <laughs> this isn't, this isn't 2012. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, they drafted, uh, I mean, Devontae Smith, um, really good college player. In my eyes, he's pretty small, but also you, there was an, an, a really great receiver in Philadelphia for a long time. I'm not going to say his name because I hate him, but everybody knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> Tiny guy receiver, but yeah. the Going into the, um, the season with a new coach, you got a new system on both sides of the ball. I mean, it's going to be – it, it's going to be hard for the defense to try to do all that. I think they're going to a, I can't remember what it was called, but uh, they uh, they need uh, Zach Hurts to have a bounce back year. Um, because last year I don't think he did anything, but they I think they got Goddard. It was the other tight end that they just brought in, and right now he's the number one. Uh, I just yeah, I'm not 100 percent sold on Hurts as a starter and. 
I don't think I don't think it's going to be a good year for Philly. I'm hoping the the Giants beat them. I'm still pretty sore about last year what Peterson did, pulled Hurts out of the yeah. the game, which the Giants would have went to the playoffs. But not saying it would have changed anything in the playoffs, but yeah, I'm still pretty sour on them about that. Um, but yeah, I'm just not sold on the 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 Eagles doing anything this year. No, I, I, I think there's too many unknowns, like we, like we talked about with quarterback. Uh, the head coach is young. Um, but yeah, both sides of the ball, it's, it, I think there's going to be a huge adjustment period. Um, let's talk about the over-unders. Um, let's let's well, just start. Atlanta first. Aren't they, they got the first game in Atlanta? Is that what it is? I didn't see that. Y- yeah. This, well, I that, mean, that's the team that I also think could suck. So, yeah, I, I've, I'm thinking it's going to be another dumpster fire in Atlanta. Yeah. Poor Atlanta fans. I, I actually, in, in our last show, I talked about Atlanta being a, a dark horse team for worst record in the league. I think they could go really sideways, uh, potentially. I could be way off, but I, I actually see that with Philly too. So, Philly, six and a six, they're uh, over under six and a half. Um, Overs minus one forty, so that that would be the favorite on the bet. Unders plus one fifteen. If I had to bet it, which I probably just stay away, I would take the under on Philly. I would. I think they win four or five games this year. Yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent. I'm not. Uh, I'm not having any high hopes for Philadelphia this year. Uh, next, the New York Football Giants at seven. Uh, the unders at minus one twenty. The over is at plus one hundred. I'm going to let you go first on this. I'm going to do uh, the the over. I, I can see him. It's over seven. You said right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got I got him at eight and nine. Eight and nine. I I feel like seven is right on the number. Um, I I I would yeah. I gosh, I'd like it to go over. Um, I think I think it, the league's better when one of the New York teams is relevant. Um, but I, I, I feel like seven and ten is right about where they'll be. Um, Washington, eight and a half. Um, no secret. I already, I already picked them for the division. I'm betting them to win the conference. Um, so I, I think they win uh, 10 or 11 games. So I got them well over the eight and a half for minus 120. Yeah, I have them over as well because I, I feel like they're going to be the, the wild card team to beat. So I think they'll probably win 10 or 11 games as well. And then Dallas at nine, you must have them over because you have them winning the division. Um, I have Dallas. Gosh, is Dallas going to win 10 games? That, that's that's my struggle with them. I, I feel like nine or 10 is right about right. So I guess I would go over, but I feel feel better if it was eight and a half and I could, I could bet them at to win nine. Um, the division at plus 150, that's where the Cowboys lie. Washington's at plus 200. Um, you like the Cowboys. I like Washington there. I don't think we have any real thoughts about the Giants winning the division. Nope, none at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't either, and, and especially not Philadelphia. So I think I think it's a two-horse race to win the division. To make the playoffs, um, I, you know, the, Washington is actually um, – to, to make the playoffs, it's plus one thirty-five for them to make the playoffs, which to me is again. I, I already picked them. I, I think it's a great number. Um, any any chance the Giants 
win nine and somehow sneak in as a seven seed. If they would, it'd be plus two twenty five. Uh, I mean, this is just coming from the heart. I'd love to see it, but I think the the offense has got to got to put up some numbers on these games. They can't lose that many close games. This three, I I would take the under on that one. That's and, not. Yeah, and I talked about this with on uh, one of the last shows in the NFC. How many teams are you really competing with for a wild card? We're talking the NFC West could, you know, it's really deep. You, you probably have three playoff teams there, so two wild card teams there. I think either Green Bay or Minnesota is going to be really good. Um, the NFC South, I think Tampa, that's the division we just talked about last week, is I think that's a one playoff team division with the Bucks. maybe. I, I don't know. So you could get two out of out of the East, um, even though I don't think it's a great division. It could be Dallas, Washington, or you know, and maybe even the Giants. Uh, we'll see how it shakes out, but I, I I don't I don't expect any of these teams to go that you know kind of pull away from each other. I think it'll be pretty tight to the end. And then the last one I have is the conference winner. Um, I already mentioned Washington at plus twenty two hundred, which I already bet, and the conference for Dallas is at plus sixteen hundred. If anyone has any real thoughts of the Cowboys uh, winning the NFC, but that's where that number lies. Uh, Mitch, I got some props here. I want to bounce off of you and, and get your thoughts. Uh, favorite for comeback player of the year is Dak Prescott. He's at plus 210. Um, is that Would that be enough for you to put a bet on him to have a big year win comeback player of the year? Uh, no. Uh, I don't think it would be because I think uh, I'm I'm hoping that Saquon has a big year, and, and, he, I, I and he's, he's a much gonna, better number. Yeah, yeah, he's. I mean, as long as that that leg like holds up, I think he's gonna. I mean, he's the player, man. He's you put the ball in his hand, he's gonna make things happen. I mean, Dak just seems to always have inconsistencies everywhere, and I think Saquon's just like a way better bet for that. And I think he, what I saw, he was. Around plus eight hundred, plus nine hundred, something like that. Uh, Chase Young, I have two on him. Um, over eight and a half sacks, that's at minus one twenty. I think he'll be in double digits on sacks for the year as long as he stays healthy. And I think he's a reasonable bet to win Defensive Player of the Year at plus eight fifty. Um, this could just be the Aaron Donald Award yet again, but he's already won three times. Some at some point, voter fatigue sets in. Uh, a guy can't win defensive player of the year every year. Uh, I think Chase Young is as, as viable as a candidate as any to uh, potentially win that. And you get a really good number there. Um, thoughts on Chase? See, I'm, 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 I'm thinking uh, old TJ is going to have a pretty good year. TJ Watt. Yep. That's who I have winning it. Um, it's, it's completely, to- yeah, that was just completely a reasonable thought for sure. And then uh, I think Chase Young will have just the division and then like all the, the teams rebuilding and the division itself. I mean, yeah, he's I, I see him having like almost 15 sacks this year. Yeah, so you like the over on sacks as well. Yeah. Um, I mentioned Antonio Gibson earlier. Um, I, I think he's hugely underrated. I got him over on rushing yards, uh, 1,025. Um, 
So if he hits 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 the over on that, you win the bet. I like the over, and uh, this one's just one of these fun ones that I like to place. Most rushing touchdowns in the NFL, Antonio Gibson at plus eighteen hundred. Uh, I think that one has some semblance of a chance. I love long shots, Mitch. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, how many think, did you say it was? I don't. I don't so. think it's crazy. I don't think it's crazy. It's just to lead the, the NFL in rushing touchdowns. Okay, and uh, what? Did, how many did it have an over under? Or, or, oh, just the just the lead. Yeah, just to lead it. I mean, he'd probably have to have 15, 16, I would think. Um. Uh, it's uh, San Diego's uh, Eckert. Is it? I can't. Yeah, it starts with Eckert. I I, th- I I see him having a pretty good year with uh, Herbert. I mean, he's going to check down to him a lot, too. So I, I see Eckert doing it. That's my yeah, dark and, horse. And obviously, guys like Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook are going to be pretty stout in that category. Is it likely? Probably not. I, I just I just like the number. I like the player. Um, I, got, I got my one New York Giants prop. It's uh, Saquon Barkley. Under under eleven hundred eighty five rushing yards minus one thirty, and that's yes, only just, because I don't know how many games he's going to play. Yeah, that's why I say I, I'm I'm probably there as well too because they haven't given a definitive answer if he's going to play the first two weeks or not. Like everything I'm reading on the Giants wire and everything, it's still up in the air. He's he's been hell out of practices all week. I mean. I hate to say it, but I'd probably take the under two. I just, I think it's, it's just the wise bet with he, he could play 12 games. And even then I, you know, I just have to think that they're going to be pretty smart about his long-term health this season and making sure that he's around for the next four seasons instead of worrying about this season too much. Well, um, hopefully he can bounce back like cook did yeah. and have a great year. Zeke Elliott's, um, I didn't write the number down over nine and a half rushing touchdowns. I assume that's like minus one ten. Uh, I think with their offensive line uh, healthy and back to what it was two, three years ago, I think Zeke has a little bit of a rejuvenated year. I'll take him for double digit touchdowns. And then my last one is uh, Jalen hurts under 3,650 passing yards. Uh, hammering the under on that one. Um, as we talked about, tons of questions with the offense. He, I think he still prefers to run when, uh, you know, things get kind of dicey. He gets, he likes to scramble, probably design runs as well. So I, I don't, I don't see him throwing for uh, a ton of passing yards this year. And, and, and according to you, you'd like to see Joe Flacco in there. So <laughs> <laughs> got to put the veteran in there, man. Now I, uh, I got, uh, I would probably, just knowing all the offensive weapons that Dallas has, I can see them. Yeah. Using that or Zeke within 10 yards, almost every single time. So I'm going to take the over on that as well. And I'm with you 100% on the Hertz under the, what do you say? 3650. 3650. Yeah. I take that under a hundred percent because you just don't know what they're going to get right now at this point. I couldn't name three offensive linemen that they have that's been was there last year. Yeah. So, 
I think that probably equals out to about 225 passing yards a game, something like that on average. Um, you know, he might have some games where he, he's in the high 200s, but I think he might have some games where he's in the he's under 200. And uh, again, he, he you know, I just think the rushing element with him is so large, and they 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 will design a lot of their offense around his athletic ability. Yeah, and I think that's going to take a toll on him too. He's going to be running around and he's going to get tired. Then his throws are going to be off, and I just don't see him that accurate of as a passer. I mean, there's a reason why he got set in Alabama. and mm-hmm. There's a reason why he started in Oklahoma. I mean, he's got potential, but yeah. he's going to be running around more, and that's going to take away from all of the passing yards. So I agree with you 100% on that. Uh, last question, not necessarily about the NFC East, but it, it's it's about a guy that was released today, uh, Cam Newton. Uh, where do you think he would he he winds up? Uh, is there a good fit out there? I've seen a lot about the Cowboys being a, a potential suitor for him. Uh, I don't see it in. And does this it matter? Division. Does it matter where no. he goes? I uh, no, I the dude's just not that accurate he's he's big and strong but he just did not work on his accuracy did all that working out through all the offseason but he's still got to throw the ball and he was throwing the last preseason game he was throwing balls in the ground uh i'll say this i think cincinnati's hiring i mean joe burrow's not going to come back i don't think he'll be back for this year so i mean i couldn't even tell you who their quarterback's going to be this year but Bur- 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 will be back. He he'll you be think- back for the he'll be back for the start of the year. Yeah. Oh, he is. Yes. Well, I mean that's always a good backup, I guess. But- yeah, I, I think no matter what where he goes, he's he's a backup. Um, I think there, it does make some sense to a place like Dallas where he plays the same style as Dak at least. And I don't, I couldn't even tell you who the Cowboys' backup is. Um, but it's it's kind of amazing what's happened to Cam the last three or four years. It wasn't that long ago he won the MVP and he took the Panthers to the Super Bowl and and now he's not even going to be a starter in the league and he just lost his job to a rookie uh Mac Jones um Mitch any any final thoughts on the east before we shut it down here well there's always the go Giants love you guys even if you break my heart it's Cooper Rush I think it's the backup quarterback for the Cowboys <laughs> Cooper Rush wow so yeah I think I would take the former MVP as a better backup than that um but yeah, I definitely. Uh, hopefully, it's not the laughing stock of the league this year. I mean, last year everybody's like, "Oh, team with three wins is going to win the division, get a playoff spot." And I'm just hoping this year it's a lot better. Uh, still, again, I, I'm still picking the Cowboys, unfortunately, to win the division. Yeah. We'll see how it shakes out. You're a cow- you like the Cowboys? I like the Washington Football Team. Uh, We'll see how it uh, how it goes in the East. Uh, Mitch, appreciate your insight. Uh, I'm sure we'll have you back uh, at some point in the season. Yeah, uh, baseball is getting winding down here soon. I, I know. I, I I think on our Super Bowl show, I said, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you on for some baseball. I haven't done a baseball pod yet. Uh, it's been hard to make time for those. And uh, but uh, A lot, and, and, a lot and of my, stuff going on right now. Yeah, poor, and, poor Cubs yeah, fans. I know. And I was going <laughs> to say, and my team literally just dismantled their whole uh, organization this year, which is the Cubs. So uh, Fire sale. 
a whole fire sale. Yeah. The, uh, the Rizzo, the Rizzo thing was the, the, the tough one to take seeing him in pinstripes, uh, and then hitting home runs right away. But, uh, uh him and, uh, Baez and, um, Bryant all hit home runs in their first game. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, why weren't you doing that before? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, Kyle Schwarber's having a great year. Um, you know, now he's with the Red Sox. I mean, it's, it's been kind of, he was, yeah, he was, I've talked for MVP there for a while. Um, but yeah, I just got to deal with the Dodgers every year. They got Scherzer. I was really hoping the Astros would get him, but uh, he neglected that. He said he's not going to go there. And he, he's been there so long, he can turn down trades. Yep. After like a 10 year vet, they can deny trades in the league. So he's like, not going there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I would, I would, uh, you know, maybe, maybe once uh, we get into deep into the postseason, maybe that's uh, we'll have you back. We'll discuss some some postseason baseball. Um, all right, Mitch. Thanks again, man. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Yep. Uh, your best bet on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we'll have two more shows this week and uh, the start of the season next week. It's going to be awesome. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.